The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. And thank you, Emily. It is a Tuesday here on The View from a Pew. I'm Mac McCoy with my co-host on Tuesdays, Theo. He is an alumnus of the Dallas Theological Seminary, and we are continuing our study of Romans. Now, we've kind of put a pause on moving forward in the book of Romans because we came uh, to the chapter 5, and there are 17 things that the Bible says are are ways we can realize and without... uh, you know, there's there's ways that we can realize that we are in Christ. And so today on The View from a Pew and Roman Road, we appreciate you participating. You can always find those at youtube.com um, slash or search The View from a Pew, or you can also uh, find them on multiple pod site signs. Just search for the view from a pew. So Theo is with us today, and what's the big idea today, Theo? Okay, Mac, the big idea of the day for week 44 is justified believers are in Christ Jesus. Today, Mac, you and I will continue our discussion of what it means to be in Christ, as stated twice in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 2. We have been going through 17 things that are true about those who are in Christ. So let's pray and review. Thank you, Lord, that we can be together today to study the book of Romans. Considering where we are in Christ, may we understand that we justified believers are in Christ Jesus. Thank you for the gospel, the good news. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He rose on the third day according to the scriptures. In that process, he gave us the free gift of salvation through faith only. And now, may everything we say and do be honoring to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, let me just go ahead. Uh, don't you? Well, uh, for the last few weeks, we've been talking about Romans 8, 1 through 2, which uses the phrase, in Christ, twice. Yeah, Verse and, 1 says, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I love this study because it's helping me understand how after Jesus came, I used the term mugged me, but when I became born again, which was 13 years ago, what I'm learning in this study is, and I'm going to say it just kind of the Henry Winkler way, Fawn's way, we're cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're cool with Jesus. We're in Christ. And that's what we're talking about because it says it twice at the beginning of, back here in my favorite chapter, chapter 8. Yeah. Right in verses 1 and 2. Yep. It uses the phrase, in Christ, twice. It says it in the first verse. 
where it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And then secondly, in Romans 8.2, which is talking about the process of becoming more like Christ during our lives, in 8.2 it describes the principle or power, and the word is nomos in Greek, uh, called the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which can overcome the principle or power of sin and death, which Paul said had imprisoned him back in Romans 7.23. So let's continue our discussion about that by looking at some of the characteristics Romans chapters 5 and 6 say about those who are in Christ. But what, we go back to that saying, what if I don't feel good enough? That's always been my term. I'm not a good enough Christian. I'm not good enough to be in Christ. What, what, what if there is some overwhelming darkness in my life that precedes me from being in Christ? Okay, Mac. Well, first of all, let's remember from Romans 3.24 that by faith you have been justified. Declared not guilty. That's a pronouncement that God has credited to you because of his grace. But let's respond because I, I hear you speaking from feelings there too. Well, yeah. Let's let's respond to your feelings with some truth. As I just said from Romans three twenty four, we know that we are justified. That is in Christ. What does that mean according to Romans chapters 5 and 6? The last few weeks we started reviewing 17 truths from Romans chapters 5 and 6 of those of us who are in Christ. The first week we talked about having peace with God. And by the way, Billy Graham actually wrote a book years ago, bestseller, called Peace with God. If people want to Look into that more. Secondly, we talked about in 5.1, it says we are justified by faith if we are in Christ. Now, this week, we're going to go to Romans 5.2, where it says that we now have access into the sphere of God's grace. What an amazing truth. We have left the sphere of exposure to God's wrath and God's judgment. And we are now moved into the sphere of God's grace. Sometimes, Mac, I've called it being in the room. Being in the Amazing room? Amazing truth. Being in the room. Yeah. All it's right. the room. So, once, once, once you're justified, you're in the room. Okay, so tell me, because uh, I, was, I was working on one of the words. So the word sphere could be in I'm in the room. Yes, that'd be another way if a sphere is just a big round right. thing. Right. And you're inside of the round thing, but in the room is probably more common to us. It's got square corners and a ceiling and, and walls. So you're you're in the room of God's grace once you've been justified. This is a very unique thing now. Now are these in chronological order? The seventeen things? Yeah. Not necessarily. 
Okay, because one was peace with God, two has been justified, and you're saying yeah. three, I'm in the room because I've been justified. Yeah, actually, um, all of these things happen almost simult- um, instantaneously together. The, the moment that you have that point in time, and we see that justification is a point in time, uh, according to Romans 16, um, then a lot of things happen, and a lot of the things we're discussing in these 17 points all become true right then. They all become true. You are then declared not guilty. You, at that moment, will start having the peace with God that is a part of justification. You're not guilty. You're at peace with him. You are reconciled. You may not feel peace, but you, in a legal sense, have now been made right before God. Or answering that that age-old question from Job 25.4, how can a person be right or righteous before God? And that question is answered at that moment when you are justified. So then you are justified at that moment you start and you have been set at peace with God. You have now been put into the sphere of God's grace. I called it being in the room. And then we're going to go ahead and cover 14 more things that are true about us right then. So, Mac, for the 13 years since you've been mugged, all of these things have been true about you that we're going through. And they happened right then, right at that moment. Sometimes it's hard to define that exact moment for many people. Some people can identify it very clearly. I, for one, can identify the moment, I think, when I was justified. And uh, other people, it's a little bit more of a progress, and that's certainly uh, understandable because the Bible does talk about about stories where Jesus healed people progressively uh, in the in the Gospels, and so. But it it happens, and it's it's very definitive because another thing that occurs. We'll be talking about it later on some of other shows. Is you are then indwelt with the Holy Spirit, and so all of these things happened back back when you got mugged. Okay, so when I'm quote unquote in the room, what yes. might Satan be whispering in my ear to make me feel not good enough, or I I can't be in God's room because of this. Ah, great question, Mac. The the influence of Satan is bounded by Satan's characteristics. Satan is not omnipresent. Say that again. God is, but Satan is not. He cannot be all places at all times. Right. So Satan himself is very unlikely whispering in your ear. Probably at any time. But you still have what we talked about in Romans 6 a few weeks ago, and that is you used to be under the control of sin. I was a slave sin, to sin. It's, yeah, you were a slave to sin. Yes, yeah, exactly right, Mac. And when you were justified, what changed was 
the influence, the continuous influence of sin is still in your life and telling you all kinds of wrong, lying things. But the difference is that you are no longer a slave to it. It's no longer your master. And you now have the power of the Holy Spirit to help you overcome those lies and those those wrong, untrue feelings that make you think like, I've got too much junk, I just can't be in Christ. Well, and there are times... There are times when people think I want to be right about something, but right is not important to me. What's important to me is to be innocent in God's eyes. That just means there isn't enough proof for God to say you're guilty. It's not that there's not enough proof. It's that God, in his grace, that's our term today, said, you are my foreloved. And I am going to give you my grace through faith. And if you go ahead and exercise the faith, which you do and have, then you are justified. And he declares you not guilty in his eyes. In the past, stuff you've done currently and anything you do in the future, you are justified. Well, that'll wrap it up for the Roman Road on this Tuesday. Next Tuesday... Uh, we'll be at number four, which is Romans 5, 3. We can rejoice in trouble. I like that one. I understand that one. Remember, we thank the DivineTruthChristianStore.com for supporting us, and we thank you for listening to The View from a Pew. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.